hear that? What's that? It's me getting nice and toasty to talk about this hot topic today, buddy. We got a hot take. Oh, we got some one of your classic hot takes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you ready for this one? And it's going to blow your pants uh, you off, You know what, fella. James? Here's a hot take for you. There is no hot take. Boom, Shyamalan twist, baby, because we're talking signs. We're talking, you know, I made that joke when I texted you like a week ago, and I thought it wasn't worth ever saying again. I'm glad you brought it back. I sure did. That might have been our most subdued intro yet. It was. We didn't, because we we resisted every urge to just sing, I I saw the sign. sign. And welcome to the Sea Ticket Podcast, I saw the sign. And you are happy now. Because this might not be everybody's favorite, but it sure is somebody's. So. That's right, everyone. Sea Ticket Podcast, not the best theme park podcast, probably someone's favorite. I'm your host, uh, uh, Nick uh, D'Ambrosia. Uh, He's also your host, James Perlis. I realize we very rarely introduce James, ourselves. They call on this me show. James, the Ace of Bass Perlis. That's what they call me. Nick. Did you just look up who sings that song? No, I know it's that? Ace of Bass because okay. and, and and Katie used to hate it because it used to be the first song on my like iTunes music because it was a a so it start when you got in the car every time we'd plug in my my phone you would get that boo do 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 Katie says every time we turned on the car because of the Bluetooth mine used to be a song from the Drowsy Chaperone I forget which one from the musical the Drowsy Chaperone man oh my god because I didn't have a lot saved to my phone all I would never buy music me too the only one of the only albums I ever bought was from that when I was in it my sophomore year of high school. <laughs> so it was just on, on I think it was called Bride's Lament. It was a B. I didn't know uh, yeah, any A songs. Tr- everyone loves the Bride's Lament. You wanna hear yeah. you wanna hear a distressing one? Um on the very few times I don't have an iMac and I never learned much about video editing. Photo editing I'm good with, obviously if you see our Instagram. But video editing, like a lot for for the basic meme level shit that I'm making, I use iMovie, but I don't have a Mac. So I just bring it onto my phone, um, and I use it like that. So the problem is to import sounds like an iPhone is always a pain in the ass. So one thing I needed for some meme once was like crowd panic noises, like screaming and panic. So now when I plug in my iPhone, this like actual creeping stress comes in because you'll just hear like screaming and people running. And I'll be like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then I'll realize that it's the crowd panic noises. Two minutes OST. It's like how I don't know if I've told this story on the show before, mm-hmm. but in high school, I had like a CD player alarm clock. Yep. That I used. Nice sip. Nice sip, baby. Thank you. I wanted to give uh, a little bit of depth to the audio here. <laughs> I had a CD player alarm clock, and the CD that was stuck in it was a Bruce Springsteen Greatest Hits, and the first Hell pack yeah, of brother. Rosalita. <laughs> so every day, Rosalita, one of my favorite Bruce Springsteen songs, until Jump it... Until it it pavloved me into hating it because yep. it meant I had to get up for school. Yep. At 100%. You, you hear it so much that it starts to make you... I, I talk about this... Sometimes, I don't know if we ever mentioned it here, but from years of doing track and like getting anxious before a race and like getting nervous before a race, particularly in the morning, right? Because you'd get up early, take a bus to a track meet. When I get up and I like smell wet grass and like kind of rubber from like a track, I like my stomach drops a little. Like I still get that like, oh shit, I have to run a mile in 20 minutes. (laughs) Wow, I thought Um, I forgot we were talking about signs. I recently, yeah, right, right. Uh, I recently started working in a school. Mm-hmm. Uh, a high school. They let you in those? They do. Yeah, I had to go through a lot of checks mm-hmm. actually. Um, 
but and, and naturally you're teaching podcast. I now get that sinking feeling of like, oh no, I'm gonna be late for. I'm school gonna be late for school again. You know, like it, it's it happens and it's true. You 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 teach podcasting, yes, at the professional level. Now? I do. I teach. I teach podcast. I teach a a a freshman podcasting course. Freshman. Okay, I thought you were. Taking yeah, they have like to. Fifth they, grade. The new mandatory curriculum in New Jersey. They have to take financial literacy so they understand what taxes are, mm-hmm. and they have to take podcasting so they understand the one medium that will exist after the inevitable heat death they, of the universe. They actually look at and they. Say, Say, all right, raise your hand if you're going to grow up to be a mediocre white man. And if if they raise their hand, they go, all right, we're going to put you into podcasting 101. <laughs> um, what do you call it? I, I, oh my God. Wait, hold on. Before I forget, we're, we're on this topic. It was something that what you just said about um your, your fear of showing up late. Uh, we were just listening to like random old voicemails. Like you ever look at your voicemail and realize you have stuff from like three or four years ago that's like still yeah. saved on there. So oh, Kate, yeah. we were listening to some on Katie's phone that I left her. And there was a morning that I think I like blacked out from my brain because it was so horrible where I woke up it, at the time that the spin class that I taught was supposed to be starting. And the guy was like, hey, the whole class is here. Are you on your way? And all I remember is walking in like 10 minutes late and all of these people just giving me angry glares from their bikes and me being like, all right, well, let's get started, guys. <laughs> and the whole time they were just pissed at me because they basically paid for a 45-minute class and I was 30 minutes. And like now sometimes I... After hearing that voicemail again, I fear that I'm going to wake up to the, like, hey, you're late for spin class. Hey, you're late for your podcast recording. Nick's already here. <laughs> no, I, I know that feeling too well. The other day, so I am supposed to be in by 810. Uh-huh. And I woke up at 755. Uh, how like, far I are guess you I just school? like I, I went to bed and forgot to ter- set my alarm. Ooh, boy, Despite that's the fact rough. that I was home earlier than usual yeah. that night, well, I, like, sometimes I, you so, like I wasn't in my normal routine of like getting home at eleven and like mm-hmm. doing all my shit. So mm-hmm. I like forgot to do that, and then I woke up. It was seven fifty-five, and I proved that I can, in fact, get ready, get dressed, brush my teeth, eat breakfast, and get there, and only be ten minutes late. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Great. And they were you're a substitute, man. They don't expect. Uh, they don't expect. You know. Oh, way to dox me, bro. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I just started working in a high school. I wonder. Oh, I'm, I didn't realize you were the the new football coach, pal. No, I, I'm the lunch lady. What you can do is you can beep out. I, I, I've, I've, I've customized the menus to, to my liking. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> the, the middle schoolers find it to be a little bit, uh, a little bit blasé that they've got nothing but chicken nuggets with ketchup on the side. But let's be real. My palate is your standard high school cafeteria menu. Yeah, you know what? That's fair. Like, my, my palate was shaped by Sodexo. We got... Oh, God. I remember when I went to the Magic Kingdom for the first time, and I saw that Sodexo also did their uh, their cafeteria. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, God I forgot about fucking that. damn it. It's like being back at school. Um, so we had a, we actually had a suggestion from a good friend, friend of the show, Ariel, um, who said that we should do like a, either a live cooking episode... Or like a, like something around like a, like a sampling of Disney foods, like building our perfect menu, or like a live cooking episode where we try cooking Disney recipes. Because not only would it be fun to listen to, but the like discordance that it would sow between you and I trying to do a live "Let's Cook Disney Food" episode would be great. R- write that down. That's good. Write that down. I'm, right, I'm rec- literally recording it on air, so we can't forget it. Where is my yeah, phone? But, by the way, but you know I'm notorious for not listening back to the podcast as I edit it, which is why sometimes you're like eight decibels lower than me. Uh, well, that's also the weird mic that I've had to use. That is why. Did any of you catch that really cool Easter egg at the end of our um, what do you call it? Our anniversary episode where the theme song just started playing two minutes before the show ended and then stopped. 
You see, I, I think to this day, some of our listeners are still trying to decipher the meaning behind it, kind of like when Taylor Swift just tweets random numbers. Oh, that's good. So what you've really been doing is sowing intrigue, making yes. us more... Yeah, you guys should do your own ultimate Disney foods guide. Although Nick's would probably be just nuggies and chalky milk. That is the last <laughs> thing she sent me. Do a tasting of Disney-inspired foods and see how they compare. You Fun fact, it. Ariel would cut my hair in college. She would, like, cut all of our, like, me and my roommates, she would, like, cut our hair in the bathroom so well, we didn't have to go pay for it. Well, haircut. listen, she cut right to the idea of a good show calling it the Chef Ticket Podcast. That could be that episode. Um, yeah, there you go. Also, um... The Cuisine she, Ticket Podcast. Real quick, she also said, make this merch, an apron with Fugman's body that says, Fug the Chef. I'm gonna add that to, um... <laughs> Oh, that's very good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Listen, good. Fugman, hey, we have to talk merch at the end of this, so why don't we start talking episode before we get there? Unless we just yeah, want to talk about merch. Eight and a half minutes in, let's talk about uh, Hold on. Let's we talk could, about our, We could just talk so about merch we, for we have 30 said we're minutes. Talking about, we've said we're talking about signs like four times, but we have not expounded yes. upon what that so means. If, if I may. Uh, road signs. No, no, no. If I may. We're, we are going to be bringing M. Night Shyamalan's hit movie Signs, including Mel Gibson, Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix... And those aliens that are allergic to water, we're going to be bringing them into the park. And I want to know, Nick, where do you want to see him? Uh, I want to see the Mel Gibson walk-around character at Epcot. And I want him just ranting about different cultures. Yeah, he he's, and, he's, and he's pissed. He's pissed that there's a world showcase. Hey, real quick, um, and then I promise we'll start. Because we've been on this topic a lot lately. Katie and I watched Legally Blonde last night, one of our favorite movies. Um, and I just realized that like Kyle, the delivery man, is like a much more handsome Mel Gibson. Yeah, in the movie. Like a more rugged, approachable Mel Gibson. And he also doesn't say anything anti-Semitic the entire time, so I guess he's not that much like Mel Gibson, but still. Hold on, Nick's checking his facts. Nick's checking his facts to make sure that Kyle, in fact, does not say anything. No, I just just had one of those, like, I had one of those phantom buzzes, you know? Like, where, like, I could swear my phone vibrated. Oh, your phone? I thought you meant your body. I was going to be like, dude, what? What? No, you never feel like where it's like, oh, you think your phone vibrated, but, like, you realize it's not even in that pocket. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that we've just been, once again, sort of a Pavlov's response into that sort of phantom, yeah, phantom dopamine rush, right? Um, So, right, we are talking about Signs of the Movie. Um, I think the aliens would go best. (sighs) There's just so much water in Disney parks. You know what I mean, man? Oh, are we really doing this bit? I thought we were just like a, that was one of those like, ah, yeah, that'd be pretty funny if we did that. But no, we, we can, if we're going to do the bit, let's do the Joaquin bit. Phoenix, he does a, he does a retired baseball player meet and greet out by, uh, by the wor- Wide World, World of, of Sports. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. We don't have to talk about no, it No, we build the cornfield oh, at Wide World of Sports. That would be good. Yeah, yeah. Then occasionally there's just some rustling and there's an alien meet and greet, but um, they just grab one of your kids and run away. That's good. That's good. But for real, we're talking about road signs at Disney World. We're talking about the Road Warriors from WWE. You may not remember them, but they were hard. They were named like Hawk and Axe or something. Hawk, uh, Hawk and Animal. Road Warrior Hawk and Road Warrior Animal. Yeah, so let's talk about... Oh, oh, signs. You mean like the things you see on your way in and out of Disney? Yes, like road signs. Now, Nick, what could we possibly have to talk about road signs? Well, Has James. there been some sort of big change? I don't know if you saw the headlines, but according to more than one headline, the iconic purple road signs at Disney World are starting to be changed. Now, I noticed when you said iconic, there was a little bit of an eye roll there. Can you can you elaborate okay, on that a bit, please? So here's the thing. There was a debate I saw on a Twitter thread of like, can we really call these iconic or are Disney fans just being over hyperbolic again? Or are Disney adults everything they've made out been made out to be? Yeah. 
Um, and, and part of me is like, yeah, this headline is dumb and overselling the issue because mm-hmm. there's no issue. Mm-hmm. But the other part is like, no, they are kind of iconic. Like, that is... Where else in the world did you see purple road signs? So I, I, here's what I will say. And this is like most things when we talk about Disney, right? When you sent me this link and you were like, we have to talk about signs. I was like, who gives a shit about signs? Um, and then I looked at the ones they are replacing them with. And while the ones they are replacing them with, which we will get into in a minute, we don't want to spill all the good content right away. You know what I mean? The ones that they are being replaced with are nice and look good. A little part of me did go like, yeah, but I like the purple ones. I kind of like yeah, I, right? I, I, I'm so used to the purple ones. I don't see a lot of purple signs. It really and, and also, to be fair, the new signs still look good. It's just I, I, I guess it was something that I enjoyed that I had never really thought about until it was gone. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because for me, it's seeing those roads. Because again, my dad, when we would go down when I was younger, mm-hmm. we, he would rent a car. We would get a car. So would, a rental, so would we. And, well, we and would drive we would drive. The way, but yeah. yeah, and we would drive onto Disney property. And, like, those road signs, I remember, like, oh, Disney MGM Studios, this way. Like, mm-hmm. it, there is a certain amount of nostalgia for, like, oh, man, I remember looking out the car window so excited. Like, oh, how much longer? Oh, there's the sign for our hotel. We must be close. Like, oh, there's the sign for Magic Kingdom. Um, yeah, I just think that Wait. there is, like, a, a deep ingrained association with... Well, Nick, you know what they say, right? Me? Yeah. What? I, I, this, I'm just, uh, I don't remember any of these lyrics for real. Mm, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Paid well, paradise. Put up, pay, put up a blue sign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what they pay paradise and put up a brand new sign. They pay bop, purple bop, signs bop, bop, to put up mm, another blue sign. Pop, pop, pop. I think I went into mm, bop by Hanson. Mm, bop, shoot, dop, da, do, bop. Put up a new sign. Very big Hanson fan. There's a little plug. No more purple. Yeah, James? Listen, man, I'm just try- I'm I'm trying. All right, I'm trying to give us a little bit of life right now. We're talking about fucking road signs. Yeah, man, and there's a lot to talk about. So, right. I, I, I did something that is unheard of, unprecedented for the Sea Ticket Podcast, and that would be um, a we, modicum of research. I was going to say we did prep work, uh, and I learned that the signs were designed by a woman named what? Deborah I like Sussman. That the signs were designed. Mm-hmm. They were carefully chosen by Deborah Sussman, a celebrated graphic designer. Okay. Uh, the Disney Development Company reached out to Sussman's company in 1989, mm-hmm. requesting a traffic sign designed for their ever-expanding park. This is from a Reader's Digest article by Megan Jones, mm-hmm. updated on August 9th, 2021. So this is a recent article. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I just think it's it's very interesting that they went to a celebrated graphic designer. Like, they really did. Like, they do consider everything, because think about it. You can, I, I also – I don't remember where I read this or if this is even true, mm-hmm. but I think they had to get special approval for their road signs to not be standard well, that Florida make, road signs. That makes sense because, like, you, you never see – like, around here in Jersey, everything's that green, right? Like, you're never yeah. going to see anything else. Yeah, so I think it's very interesting. Like, they – they did create their own little bubble and they even went to the extent of like the road signs are customized and they wanted to evoke like Mickey's color scheme with mm-hmm. like red and purple or they no. wanted red, black, and yellow, but they realized that black would not be a good color for a road sign yeah. because it is zero reflection. I was right? going to say, I never really understood. Yeah, because the purple, when you see the red, the red and the yellow are absolutely the Mickey Mouse colors. But as a kid, I was always like, well, what's the, where does the purple come in? I just thought it's because it's a fun fantasy color. Yeah, and I think a lot of it had to do with now. Let's talk about the big, the big sign, the one you drive under when you're entering love Walt Disney the, World listen, property. That, I love the big sign. Everyone loves the big sign. I feel like a stupid kid every time I see the big sign. I am a stupid kid every time I see the big road sign. 
Um, I'm also a stupid kid right now. So. Yes, right. I'm actively thinking about the road sign, therefore rendering me a dumb baby boy. <laughs> so I think they there was also some tie-in with that. I This is like a chicken-egg situation. I don't know which came first. Mm-hmm. But that sign, for many, many years, was okay. purple, green, and all those colors. So yeah. I think they all kind of tied it in with that scheme. But for the 50th anniversary, they redid those entryway signs into this blue that they've been using with all the 50th anniversary promotion. So that, that blue is... and gold. And I think the new road signs are tied in with that color scheme. So it makes sense why they're Now, I was going to say. It's also been uh, 40 years. Mm-hmm. Well, 30 years. Yes. 30 years. 89 to 90. I was going to say, I don't mean to. Um, 33 years. To, to, to dunk on you when you called your August 2021 article rel- uh, updated. Uh, mine was published at 8.38 a.m. today, February 4th, 2022. Um, but the what you need to know section, for those of you who need the quick hits on what's going on with Disney signs. Wait, who's this article from? This is from Spectrum News 13, Orlando. Okay. I was going to say, if one, one of those Ashley shitty Carter. Disney blogs, I wouldn't give them any. No, no, no. This is by one Ashley Carter. Uh, new blue road signs have debuted at Disney. The resort will swap out the old purple and red signs. The new signs are designed to match the scheme that debuted for the world's 50th. So that is intentional. And the first two signs to receive the update, we're looking at the uh, the classic, I'm going to butcher this again, and people are going to get angry at us on TikTok, Osceola Parkway. Osceola, do you have any, you want to give me a hand on this one? Osceola. Osceola Parkway. Features directions to the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel and an updated stylization for Epcot, which is now all in uppercase letters. So that's the big Ooh-hoo. change we're seeing right now. Yeah, wow, it is. A, you know what's funny, though? Reading Epcot with all uppercase letters, I feel like it always has been. Like, is this yeah, a, a I've always found stain? it weird when it's written, because it is an, uh, an acronym. Or sorry, an, I got dunked on for this on Twitter, on, on TikTok, when we posted our, like, oh, Disney abbreviations mm-hmm. TikTok. Um that is a an initialism, I believe, not an acronym. Is it, or is, is it, it an acronym? actually? No, an acronym is when each letter stands for something. An initialism is when you take a phrase and break it down into, I don't know. But anyway, people were dunking on me, and I was like, "You're being pedantic. Fuck you." So pedantic is actually an acronym for. Oh no. But anyway, <laughs> Epcot Experimental Prototype Community of Tomorrow Enormous always felt weird cock, to me. Always testicles. Wait, because no, wait. if you don't <laughs> capitalize it all, it is just a nonsense word. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. What? Nothing. No, nothing. It is just a nonsense word. <laughs> when you were saying that, I tried to mutter as many dirty words as I could as, as an Epcot for as an Epcot acronym, and I I swapped the O for an A, so I completely butchered it. Epcat. Epcat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So yeah, no, that that is strange to me. Like now that they say, oh, Epcot is, is stylized in all caps. I, I think back and I'm like, isn't it always stylized in all caps? But um. I just watched the Defunct Land on Epcot, man. Sorry, I got Epcot on the brain now. Oh yeah. So anywho, those signs are changing. So signs they are changing. So yeah, they are. They they are the same kind of general makeup. But if you haven't seen them yet, they're like kind of a dark navy. Well, that that darker blue you're gonna see all over the fiftieth stuff. Not the like crystalline blue, the darker one. Um, the font is still in white, and then at the bottom there is like a little blue block that you know what used to be red, and a yellow block. Um, but other than that, the, the colors are just basically these dark blue, this lighter blue, and this yellow. Um, the arrows and everything else, they are essentially the same sign. Now, here's the thing that um, will be interesting for me to see in approximately, what is today's date? Fourth, uh, February 4th. In approximately six weeks when I am back at Disney World. Um, what the fuck? Be, well, hold uh, on, what is up with this? What? You're going back again? Yeah, I'm, I have an annual pass, James. Oh, right. I'm going to fucking use you it. An, you have an annual pass? 
Oh, here we go again. Oh, oh, here we go. Oh, 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 let me just get out my cup that I got at the Rosen Crown when that lo- lady was judging me. For Are you actually? For an oh, that is the discount. Fi- oh, he sipped nothing, guys. By the way, hold on, Nick. Can you take another big drink? Because it's too for nice us? of a cup. I don't want to destroy it. I use it as a display cup. A display cup. <laughs> it's a display cup. What are you what? displaying it? Air? The, the cup? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, I'm jealous. Who are you going down with? Is it just you? No, I'm meeting a couple friends down there. That's weird how you didn't invite your podcast co-host. Uh, I did, remember? And then you were like, oh, but what if there was a run? I want to wait till there's a run. Also, I'm getting married and it's expensive. Classic, yeah, classic me, bro. Classic, classic dumb running marrying me. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, when are you planning on going back down? Uh, end of March, so it's going to be like March. height of spring break season. Ooh, perfect. Yeah, you and all the uh, you and all the the college kids and the high schoolers and stuff can all hang out. Now that you're yeah. uh, you're uh, you're a uh, uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't want to dox you again. Now that you're a school employee, and you can really relate to them. <laughs> you know what I mean? The average. It's true. The the virgin teacher versus the average school enjoyer. Um, uh, but what I was trying to say before we got on this rant about my uh, elite status as an annual pass holder at the Walt Disney World Resort uh, was it'll be interesting for me to see uh, if these new signs make it any easier to navigate Walt Disney World property. They won't. They just seem to be swapping out the the font and color. I don't think they're, like, adding any... They're not, like, hollow signs, like in Blade Runner, that are going to point you in different directions. No, my, my point being that despite all this talk about road signs, they do not help much. No, they don't. Like, I... I... 100% in my times when I was driving around Disney World, uh, like when I was down there uh, as a guest uh, with my parents, well, I wasn't driving them, my folks were, or when I was down there as a college program kid, there was no, the, you were using some sort of map function, right? Like, because the signs will just be like Epcot this way with a diagonal arrow. And, and, yeah, and, and it was like, all right, let me turn into the woods. Disney property is so featureless. That's the yeah. thing, right? Like, there's nothing else there to look at. There's no landmarks for you other than okay, you're by Magic Kingdom. And by the time that you're close enough to know that you're by Magic Kingdom, you're in a lane to enter the parking lot for which you have to pay money. It's like a goddamn, it's like a casino in a way where they're controlling what you see so you lose track of time. And Magic Kingdom's the worst because you, you can accidentally wind up in the lane for the hotels. You do not need to tell or me. Vice I, versa. I commuted there yeah. for work every day. It was always a traffic jam. It was always awful. And then there was construction on the Seven Seas Drive or whatever for like the last two months that I was there, which just rendered one of the lanes useless. Um, Real quick, though, before we go. But for those who have a soft spot for the purple and red. Fear not. Let's back our boys in purple and red, by the way. Fear not. With more than <laughs> the one thin thousand... purple and red line. The thin, the thin purple There's and red. There's a t-shirt right there. Thin purple and red sign. Fear not. With more than 1,000 signs across property, it's going to take Disney a little while to switch them out. Rollout begins during the 50th, but expect to see new signs pop up this year and beyond, said a Disney social media post. So I like that like sentiment of like, oh, if you're going to miss these, don't worry. It's going to take a long time to get rid of them. So, my dad has an incredible sense of direction. Uh-huh. Like, Dad's very good. That, dude. Like, he, he used to, like, drive all around the state for, like, a living. Like mm-hmm. So, he, like, he, he goes somewhere once, he can navigate it. He, uh, he uh, to this day, has trouble driver? getting around Walt Disney World. Yeah, I, it is not an easy... Uber drivers, who, like, live in Orlando, always have trouble with it, too, because it's not... They've designed it for their for their buses, right? And, like, so you do that route every day, and you get used to it. But, like, if, if you're not one of them, it's not easy. There's no landmarks, like you said. It's just, like, a lot of long, winding highways with turnoffs that, if you don't catch them quick enough, like... 
oops, I should have stayed right on that exit, but I went left, so now I'm, I'm in the middle of Alligator Alley or something like so that. Now, so now I'm in the Animal Kingdom cast parking lot. Yeah, and... and, and my, my favorite my favorite place is that back exit to the property behind Animal Kingdom that, like, has, like, actual housing back there. Yup, that's, uh, a lot of the auditions were around there. So yeah. you would come out, and then you would turn onto this, like, distinctly New Jersey-looking small highway with stores on both sides. Um, the back cast entrance of Magic Kingdom is pretty funny, too. Because it's like, wow, look at all this magic. And then, um, you know, a Publix and a bunch of housing developments. <laughs> yeah, but I got was... a little I got a little taste of, like, because, again, I am very much a Disney bubble person. Like, mm-hmm. I get very little of the outside Florida experience. And the very little outside Florida experience I do get is like the Walgreens just off of Disney property, which might as well be which might as well be an extension of Disney, yes. like those immediate area shops on like I Drive and and I Four. No, I I, I agree one hundred percent. Like when I go down there, uh, not to sound like one of those people that's like I'm just a Disney tourist, but like you know if I'm going down there for Disney, that's I'm I'm gonna sit in that bubble for that week. And pretend that the outside world doesn't exist. When I lived down there, it was completely different, right? Because you're going about your life down there. It's not a vacation. Um, but yeah, no, I, I kind of try to get into that bubble as well. The only time we're out of it is if we go to Universal or something. But that's kind of just stepping into a soggy or dirtier theme park bubble. Yeah. Um, but the, the signs... Now, here's my big thing. Do you think we can get one? Like one of the old purple signs? Yes. We might be able to get a piece of one. Really? Like, like, you know, you know how sometimes they'll, like, sell trading cards with, like, this is a piece of the jersey that so-and-so wore. This was a big thing when Invincible, uh, like, finished up its season. I know we're just talking about Invincible. They were selling uh, the billboard, that, like, really cool billboard of Mark, like, up close, all hunched over, and then the city's all destroyed, and then Omni-Man's floating in the back. And it was, like, buy it for, like, 30 or $40 and get a tote bag with a piece of this billboard on it. But the thing was, like, what, you had a 30% chance of getting Omni-Man or Mark pieces which at least have color, but most of it was just a smashed city of brown and gray rubble. So I was like, I don't yeah. really want to take this chance to get gray rubble piece number 64. It's like how I have a couple like wrestling trading cards. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is a ring-worn shirt from Seamus. That's kind of cool. And I'm like, well, first of all, like Seamus is never really known for his shirts. Well, you can also... ring the sweat out of it. I don't know because it's like attached to the card. But I remember a couple, I don't know who was selling it, but a couple months ago, on eBay, it popped up that there were pieces of the old castle cake, mm. like when they turned the ca- the castle into a cake for the 25th anniversary, uh-huh. and I almost bought one. I don't blame you, man. But I was like, do I want a piece of deteriorating plaster no. that is indistinguishable from any other And can you even eat it? No. Hey, do you remember that time, I think it was Triple H, you can find it on YouTube, just because you said wrestling in shirts, where he took off an invisible shirt? Yes. Yeah, where he just kind of, I, I, I guess his brain was in, in shirt mode, so he just took off nothing. <laughs> I feel like we've all had those moments, though. 100%. You know, where we're like, ah, let me sit down and take my shoes off. And I like, like, you have not left your house all day. I said it to Katie last night. I was holding the water, and I wanted her to pass me a tissue. And I was like, can you give me the water? And she was just staring at me for like a minute. I'm like, oh, I meant the nose water. And by nose water, I mean, can you give me a tissue? <laughs> It's one of those classic uh, remote fridge moments. Hey, you know what I mean, right? Hey, honey. Can you put yes. the remote in the fridge. Hey, honey, can I have a Sour Patch Kid? Sorry, Nick. I'm fueling out for this intense discussion on signs. Oh, should I go get my Sour Patch Kids? We can eat them care. together. Yeah, if you want. I'm only going to have one. Oh, I got a blue I just bought, I actually just got a whole bag. I'm going to go get them, actually, because I didn't open them yet. I'm gonna, right, so I'll be right back. James, kill, kill some time. All right, no, no, don't worry. Uh, no. Uh, so Katie just threw me um, uh Sour Patch Kid, guys. Um, she astutely pointed out, mm, oh, boy, it's bad boy Sally. 
um, if I would have, it fell on the floor, and if it had gotten one of Laszlo's hairs on it, me consuming it would have sent me into some sort of rabbit-based anaphylactic shock, and I would have died on camera. I'm okay. Um, All right, got a fresh bag of kids here. I ate the head off mine. So, so okay. I don't think mine are actually kids. This is Sour Patch Kids message hearts. So I think they're like a special Valentine's Day edition. Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, no, look at these. Wow. They're like not even like the gummies. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh no, they're like sweet tarts. That sucks. Oh wait. They're really good actually. Oh. Hey guys, it's a weird so I know consistency a lot of you to were, get used to. I know a lot of you like, guys were asking yeah. for this show to become sort of like a candy review type of thing the candy ticket if you didn't know c stands for candy ticket we've just really been waiting to pull that rug out surprise everybody so i right, change your plans after having like four i don't like them you don't like them can you can you shake the bag in front of the mic real quick so like it's like everyone can have a little bit oh thank you yeah Ooh. i'm willing to share let me know if you want one and we'll send one to you yeah if you all right here's the deal if you um if you DM us your This one says swipe left. No, no, I, I I mean this now. If you DM us your personal address on Instagram, and that's a risk you have to be willing to take, we will throw a few in a letter for you and mail them to you. We'll pay for the stamp. We'll mail them to you. But you have to send us your mailing address and, and tell us that you want the sweet tart candy. This one hearts. says hard pass. This one says hard what? Hard pass. Oh, all right. That was some of them are sour. Some of them are sweet. That was a little less exciting than I hoped. Um, all right. All right. Wow, that's disappointing. Holy shit. What, you I need the, to get water. Holy the, shit. The fact Keep that dogging. no one's going to mail it. Oh, all right. Now he's getting water. This is a good episode. This is a good episode we're recording right now. So, yeah. So, signs. Guys, signs, listen, they point you places. They show you things. But more importantly, they show you what's inside each and every one of you. And if you are going to miss the purple and red signs, I'm sorry, but that does indicate that you are, in fact, a pervert. And there's no, and really, there's just no refuting that. Right, Nick? Yeah, well, yeah, sure. Whatever. Yep, you know you know how it is. So, guys, I know Nick's going to miss the purple and red signs. I think I might, too, but I'm not sure. Um, Nick, the new ones are blue. How do you feel about it? I love blue. Blue is my favorite color. Me Midnight too. blue. Blue is also my favorite color. I, I've been picking out, trying to pick out a good blue for the wedding suit and everything like that. So I get it. And I Powder blue. I like, mm, mm, ah, ooh, I don't know. I do really like the color they chose. I will say it doesn't have the same kind of... um. It doesn't feel as distinct. I feel like I've seen blue road signs it's, before. It's not – I don't think I have, but it doesn't feel as fantastical, right? Like purple, red, and yellow is such a kind of a strange combination. Almost one that – I don't know my, like, color science. We have friends who are artists that do, and it always blows me away when they talk about it. But I'm not sure purple, red, and yellow go together, right? Like, So apparently part of the logic – and again, this is in that Reader's Digest article – Uh-huh. Is that the red and yellow are meant to mimic Mickey's red and yellow shoes. Yes. Especially apparent in the smaller signs that even have Mickey Mouse ears on top. Of course. And rather than going with black, they chose purple right. because of how it complements the other colors. No, of course. It's just fun because you don't usually see that, right? Like almost yeah. typically like Disney, everything has to be such a finite, perfect little thing. I don't know. If you work with color science or you're an artist and purple and yellow do actually go together, please let me know. Or purple and red. Um, but looking at them now, yeah, I am Purple and red them. do go together because red and blue make purple. What about yellow? Yellow goes with the uh, the red for I, Mickey Mouse. I, I don't know if that's how... I think you can get a lot of colors to go into... No, I know it goes into... Never mind. Um, hold on a second. Oh, okay. See, I jumped ahead on another article. Um, so it says Michael Graves designed the Swan and Dolphin Resorts. Um, but all I saw was the paragraph underneath that that said Graves being a favorite of Eisner. I was like, oh, hold on a second. Is this an article about Graves at Disney World? <laughs> 
This episode of the Seat Ticket Podcast is brought to you by the Orlando Gift Shop Mermaid. Almost as bad as the Orlando Gift Shop Wizard and somehow less human looking. If you've ever wondered what hair would look like if it was made out of cake, then this is the store for you. If you've ever wondered what it would look like if Miss Piggy became an actual living, breathing human being adjacent creature, there's another answer for you right there. Have you ever said, I want to shop beneath a scantily clad Polly Pocket the size of the state of Rhode Island? Then boy, do we have the store for you. Have you ever wondered who the Orlando wizard, the gift shop wizard that is, has been dating? Well, guess what? The answer's right there and it's 20 feet long. Coming in 2023, the Wizard Mermaid Baby Store. It's gonna be creepy, it's gonna have a hat, and it's gonna have a seashell bra. Not even the water can save you now. So what, let, let's talk about this, Nick. What other what other signage do you enjoy at Disney World? I was actually hoping you would bring this up, James, because... Well, me too, because we have about 30 minutes left in this episode, and if I said the purple and red are gone, the blue is in another time, I think I would have lost my mind. There's some road signs that are no longer with us uh-huh. that I miss dearly. There Namely, my hero. the giant farting bug, <laughs> the... The propelling rocket ship. Oh my god, I forgot about the giant farting bug until right now. I'm going to look it up. Go ahead. Yeah, keep going. Keep going. And, of course, I believe this one's still there, but it is no longer at its full... It's no longer uh, in its young spry days the uh, rocking uh, Tower of Terror. That that is still there, and so is um, Goofy driving to the Disney Vacation Club or whatever it is. That one is still there. I looked up Disney Giant Farting Bug, and nothing came up yet. So I'm going to look up... Look up uh, Disney Bugs Life billboard. I'm going to... Yeah, Disney Bugs... I looked up Disney Bugs sign. Um, I got the it's tough to be a bug sign, so let me try billboard. Disney Bug billboard. Um... So are we limiting this discussion exclusively to road signs, or are we talking about? I think any kind of like signage. Uh, I yeah. would say outside of the parks. Well, this like, bu- this I I, hate I think this signs billboard. in the parks are another episode. What? I, I hate this billboard, the bug one. So let me. I haven't looked at it in a while. I hate either. how disinterested Flick looks. Like Flick looks like he's mildly interested in this bug that is just sending stink at you. It's just farting at you. I yeah. So this it. is a a billboard, a giant actual billboard. Yes. That would emit. Steam stink. or like some sort of it would like stink. Yes, of course, stink. How could I be so so silly? Uh, and and at night it would be lit up so like you could see it emitting from the bug's um, anus. I don't actually know if that's what's where it's coming out from. And the the billboard is three dimensions, so the flick figure is like a hard plastic. But he's the flick. only one. The other bug is it. I I'm pretty sure like the butt of the bug had to have uh was 3D because then the thing would let me see if we can get a side view of it let me I look at this one how much yeah focus wait no 100 percent this bug's ass is 3D at God. least from this angle it looks like it oh, that's wait so wait good. wait wait maybe not oh, I can't tell some of these angles are really hard I need a full on profile that's so hey, oh man that's so good hey Nick can you give us a little more detail on this this bug's stink anus. <laughs> Yeah, so it has actually what I think is a very good pun. It says, catch a 3D flick. Yeah, that, that part's pretty good because Flick is in 3D and his name is Flick and you can watch a bug, a Tough to be a Bug in 3D. Thank you. Yeah. And it's worth the bug, the, the sort of the bug fetish art that we're getting with it for you. It's worth that. 100%. Maybe we make this into a t-shirt too. <laughs> what? Besides just wholly stealing an image of copyright, what are we, we going to make, Nick? 
Uh, I don't know. Can we make a shirt that emits stink? And it says, and it says, fart on over to the seat ticket. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. I have an idea. I'll be Flick, and then you be the other bug. I'll be the bug that's that's, that's ripping ripping one out. Yeah, yeah. 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 And oh, and you know what you'll have on? You'll have on like seat ticket booty shorts. Oh, that's perfect. And it'll be like rip, rip into it. I, I hate this. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm moving on. Nick, I will say though, you know, how, like when you click a Google image, then like it has related images underneath. Yes. So I will say, um, all of these related images are um, like the new signs that are up for the 50th and other stuff. And I'm looking at them now. You know, you have a flurry of holiday fun. It's Buzz and Woody flying through the air with absolutely no flatulence fetish, which is awesome for me. Um, But they have like a trail of lights behind them. Then there's like another hi-ho, off you go. It's the seven dwarves. Mine's, you know, the mine train, obviously, with gems and the dwarves. Okay, I'm going to say something that is like weird, like... I'm I'm always of course always excited to go to Disney like it's never like a, oh uh-huh. man I have to go to Disney but this upcoming trip has just like been like I'm I've been so busy in life that I haven't had really time to get excited this for this is one a fucking but bit. I'm gonna punch you no the zoom looking in. at the looking at these roads like these billboards these 50th anniversary billboards just gave me this like intense sense of like fuck I need to get down there now oh, okay so that's exactly what I was gonna say these are still cool looking and they still make me excited right. But I have to say, compared to the awful, disgusting fetish art bug and the, you know, goofy driving the vacation club truck and the other thing, they're not nearly as – they don't have nearly as much character. No. And do you do you see this one, though, that says live your adventure I, that's got dude, a stormtrooper? it's so funny that we are literally looking at the same exact that, thing, yeah. That at first glance kind of looks like it's Mickey holding up the sign, but he's flipping you off. Well, he's but not it's not. Off, he's he's holding you up with one pointer finger and pointing at the sign. Like, like he's holding the sign. Like that little bit of the sign in the 3D hand. So on the on the, on the the sha- <laughs> the rod or shaft of the sign, on the pole that's holding up the sign, Mickey is kind of holding it up with one finger. But it's like... It doesn't – the rest of the sign feels kind of so – once again, not bad, not ugly. It's clearly working on the both of us right now. But like so corporate and kind of unwhimsical, non-whimsical, that the hand feels like an afterthought, right? Like yeah. It feels like it's from an, a holdover of a different era. Like another one is just a picture of a big shrieking banshee, right? The the, the I'm sorry, the, the Navi um, – I forget what they're called. Not the horror monster from Scottish or Irish folklore. Um it just says fly on a banshee. It's it's the Ikran, the mighty Ikran. The Ikran, thank you, the mighty Ikran. Uh, it has the mighty Ikran fly on a banshee, Disney's 50th Animal Kingdom. It's a nice sign. It's got good art. But, like, it feels so uninspired. Fly on a banshee. No no exclamation point. A, a picture of the Millennium Falcon. Live your adventure. Like, these all feel like platitudes that are just stuck. Like, there's something really funny about hi-ho, off you go. No exclamation point, no period, no light. Like, like it's just... It feels like it's been stamped on. Ride with Remy, and then a picture of Remy. Like they're not. Here's here's our here's our here's what I think we should do this week, James, for our Photoshop this week. Okay. Um, you say, or our, at least not maybe not for a Photoshop, you know but like as a challenge do. for ourselves. Like okay. you, you can do like a good one because I feel like you got some good good ideas in your brain. Mm-hmm. But what we should do is let's give each other an attraction, mm-hmm. and let's design what we think that billboard should look like okay so it has to be a specific attraction it's yes like we'll like... give each other one and like that this will be an assignment for each other and that could be like our midweek post okay that could be fun um once again though i just want to keep highlighting this one just says halloween time and it's a picture of corella deville you see what i'm <laughs> saying though like there's no disney has hit the point where they don't need to try to advertise anymore no 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 you're right but it's kind of lazy right like it it, it 
it doesn't have the same character. And I get it. Not everything can be this big, multi-market, 3D fun sign. And if, and if I'm correct, I feel like a lot of these signs are the ones you would see on the highway in Central Florida. Like, not yeah. the ones you see. On They're the not the ones on property. Yeah. But they feel like a cheap ad compared to some of the other kind of cool Yeah, the, stuff let's, let's clarify. The bug one, if I'm not mistaken, was... I don't think it was near Animal Kingdom. Because mm-hmm. if you was near Animal Kingdom, that's dumb. You're already going to Animal Kingdom. Yes. I think that was like they would put them. I think the space, the Mission Space one was by Magic Kingdom, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Let's talk about that one for a second. That one was really cool. That one was straight up a fucking ro- like 3D rocket ship that Whoa. would again emit steam out the back of it. I've never seen this before. I'm gonna look it up. Mission Space yeah. Billboard. I hate that ride. Uh, Mission Space Billboard. Hey, did you and it, in the space? it would it was really fun like it was an interesting Whoa. shape for a billboard it wasn't a full square I also like and, it, and it also lit up like it would light face. up oh no this one didn't emit steam it since the rocket itself was yeah. 3d it would shine light like a flickering light on the back of it that which is... would make it look like it was flame I'm looking at it now it is pretty cool the 3d is a little janky in terms of what you're supposed to be looking at but that is really cool um Nick did you ever get to eat in the space restaurant? Not yet. It was not open when I was there. Every time I try to think of the name of it, I mix it up with... um. Sorry, it was open, but it was like so new they couldn't get reservations. I mix it up with that weird space restaurant in New York City. Mars 2112. Square. Fuck, I knew you were going to get it. Mars 2112. Have you ever been there? I went once. That place is like a fever dream. It made me very uncomfortable because, I don't know if I've talked about this before, like full prosthetic makeup characters freak me out. Really? I, I did and not And like that's that. what a lot of it was. I, I, I Maybe I'll try to go again as an adult. Uh, um, you can't. It's closed. Oh, right, it doesn't well, exist. Maybe I won't be going to. Um, all right. I'm sorry. I'm caught up. Uh, one of the recommended signs here was Captain Jim's uh, Buckies. B u c e e s. Yeah, Buckies. That's a big chain. Yeah. If it harms beavers, we're against it. My overbite is sexy. Uh, let us plan your next potty break. Potty break. One of them just says 2020. Um, Buckies. It's a Texas thing. Are these in Florida? Um, I'm not sure. Oh, okay, because they're all suggested as, um, uh, maybe Disney should start doing that. Kind of like a sort of lowbrow, uh, trashy billboard sign angle. Kind of like you yeah, see with James, South uh, of the Yeah, James, Mars 2112 closed a decade ago. Okay, a decade ago was still about 10 years after I'd gone to eat there. January right, so 2012. Me. Um, maybe we'll do an episode on uh, Mars 2112. That'll be one of our bonus episodes, because I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna look up a little bit about it, see what it looks like. Um, it's still kind of in the city, though, isn't it? Isn't like it's husks. Okay, this place does. Was it like... underground? Am I mistaken? Yes, it is. And I have to say, this is as an adult Disney fan, this is actually kind of impressive to me. Um, well, as a kid, I probably would have been frightened by it, but like the 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 look of the place is pretty impressive. The aliens. Oh yeah. Um, not so much. Maybe. Don't know if I like that. Don't know. They all look like characters from the Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> they they genuinely do. Um. All right. So we can do this kind of design contest for signs. Do we want to save it exclusively for an actual image, or we want to talk about some of them on here? Let's let's we'll give each other an attraction, and and the challenge will be to design the billboard for it. All right, you go first. Uh, okay, I want you idea. to design a billboard for. Okay, um, pick uh, pick a number one through four. Um, three point two. Okay, so round down to three, which would be the third park that opened at Disney. It should be Hollywood Studios. So your attraction from Disney's Hollywood Studios, I want you to design a billboard for uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Okay. All right. Does it have to be – so are we, are, is our aim to make it good? Our aim is to, like, evoke that sense of, of you know, the, the farting bug or the launching spaceship or the rocking elevator. <laughs> okay. 
okay all right all right yeah so we want we really want it, it, we don't want one of these basic come ride you know mickey and minnie's runway railway and the sign just says like this train's going like it doesn't just say nothing can stop us now nothing like, can, but it's a little it can say that with a threatening aura nothing yeah. can stop us now as the train is careening towards your car yeah it's sort of a quiet resignation that what's done is done nothing can stop us now okay great i'll work on that one um pick a number between uh one and ten wait can i just real quick point out that uh the one image i happen to click on for mars 2112 is actually a link to a reddit post in r slash mabim bam uh <laughs> quick everyone go to yelp let's bring back mars 2112 yes uh longtime uh friends of the show the McElroys, who one yes. day they'll be on they'll be on here one day i know it man <laughs> i think justin McElroy would have fun on here I, uh, Justin was great on podcast The Ride. You should go listen to that episode, and, and and you should go listen to that episode. And we're like a we're like an even more chill podcast The Ride. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do so much less prep <laughs> and so much less work. Um, all right, Nick. So pick a number between one and ten. Nine. Nine. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a big a big fancy ride. I had no Ooh. real system for doing this like you. Um, what's your favorite park? Uh, Animal Kingdom. What's your least favorite park? Epcot. All right. Cool. Um, all right, so you're gonna get, you're gonna get. Mm, uh, let's go with, let's go with um, test track. Ooh, okay. All right, so uh, let's get you a good sign for test track, and like it can't just be a car going fast. You know what I mean? Unless, oh man, I already had an idea for what would make yours look pretty cool—a little little 3D effect right there. I don't want to give it away, but yeah, let's go with test track—a ride that I know you like a bit more than I do. So I think it would give you a good chance to uh, to work with it. Okay. Great. I can get uh, on board with that, yeah. Is there any other, like, iconography, not to get too far away from signs, but, like, is there any other iconography that really sticks out to you at Disney World? Let's 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 get rid of the big, what did you call them, the wiener dogs? Like, the main thing? They're we, called wiener, weenies. Weenies, yeah. yeah. Let's take the weenies out of it, right? Like, not the castle, not the, nothing like that. Is there any other iconography that really sticks out to you when you go to Disney? Um, That vacation club, like, post, signpost. Like, the, not a post. Like, it's like a beach. Oh, fuck. It's like a lifeguard chair. Am I going crazy? I, I, where can you give me any more? It's context? like by Disney Springs. Yes. Like old downtown yes. Disney. Yes. And it's like kind of right near that other sign with Goofy in the car that you were talking I about. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Uh, that, the Typhoon Lagoon sign from the road is pretty dope. Oh my God. Yeah, that one's true. Um, that actually like made me want to go to that park. Um, what is it? Can you describe it for the people? Who may not if I'm not it. mistaken, it's like like planks of wood. Oh, let me look it up. Yeah. It's like a rickety old surf looking thing, right? Yeah. Um, um, yeah, from the road, it's... Oh, no, these are all in the park. Um, typh- I'll look at Typhoon Lagoon entrance. While you're going... I, I know it's not uh, a Maybe sign. I'm going... Maybe I'm making this up and just conflating it with the sign in the park. Okay. But I don't know. Um, I always... It's not a sign, so I know it's kind of cheating, but I always love seeing the swan and dolphin statues. They're, like, colossal. Oh, yeah. Which always cool. made me laugh, because swan and dolphin, it doesn't... It's a fish. It's not a dolphin. It's a fish. Yeah. Um, but those hotels are so beautiful to me, and they don't have the, like, exact Disney aesthetic, but there's something about them that I really like. I've, I've talked a hundred times about how I love that whole area, the, like, Epcot Resort area by the Yacht and Beach Club, um, and they're they're really beautiful to me. I love walking over to them and checking them out. I'd love to stay there one day, even though we've talked about it, like, it wouldn't have the exact Disney, you know, the, the, the exact Disney uh, vibes, 
but still i i think they look so darn cool they're like something from a completely different world to me yeah that that those two are hotels to me like we talked last week about my goal to stay at every resort on disney property like Mm -hmm. i don't count those I'd like to try it. I don't know. It might be a cool feeling. I would too, but he think my thing is like if I'm going to spend X amount of dollars mm-hmm. on like a luxury resort, mm-hmm. I want it to be a little tacky. Uh, yeah, know? I get that. Like, I want it like, to lead into the Disney tackiness. I a classy that. amount of tackiness. Like I will be, spoiler alert, we're spending a night at the Boardwalk in oh, March. What? Yeah, we're doing the old, like we did with the Polynesian, we're doing the old split a room mm-hmm. for one night and okay. then use all the amenities for a day. Yeah, <laughs> um, baby. So maybe maybe I'll finally get to go to Jelly Rolls. If and, you if, uh, if you feel comfortable saying it, if not, how much is the uh, is the place for a night? Uh, they're actually running a deal right now, which is why we're doing this. Where they're uh, for the deluxe resorts, a hundred dollars off a night. Oh, I really thought you were going to say a hundred dollars a night. I was going to be like, what the? F-? <laughs> no. So my portion of it, my portion of it is two hundred dollars for the one, night. One quarter portion. And yeah. um, all right, cool. So that that's a reasonable amount for you. Yeah, for like. For a person to spend a night at a deluxe resort with immediate access to the parks and all the amenities of the boardwalk, worth it. I have always wanted to stay there. Please send pictures. Tell me how it is. It's one of my oh, favorite places. Oh, you know we'll do an episode. That's true. It's yeah, called, that's and true. we already have the title. It's called Under the Boardwalk. Uh, I'll Nick be, got down and dirty at I'll Disney's boardwalk. Paying fun under the bo- – all right. We'll practice our doo-wop skills before we get there. Um, For sure. Yeah, I also love um, the entire – like just I, the, something about the contemporary – the contemporary has just about gotten that weird retro future vibe now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just getting to – it looked advanced at one point. I love the whole vibe of the contemporary, what it looks like when you take the monorail through it. I remember going to Chef Mickey's as a kid and just really oh, enjoying yeah. all that. The contemporary for me is purely out of status. Like I have no desire to stay there based on aesthetic. But mm-hmm. just to say, yes, I stayed at the contemporary and I watched the fireworks from my balcony. Yeah, the contemporary feels like the closest I can get to a um, Tomorrowland resort. Yeah, Which I would eat up in a heartbeat. Especially, have you resort. seen the newly redesigned rooms? No, I'm about to though. They're they are lightly Incredibles themed, so it's like that Incredibles aesthetic of yes. like retro futurism, like, re- 60s retro futurism. Yeah, it's really cool. I I dude, I love that. Um, let me see contemporary resort. Wow, yeah, they do look nice too. But let's real quick wrap up with talking about what I think my favorite sign at Disney is. May I just or was say, at one point. You what? said lightly Incredibles, but the inc- and the kids' rooms, the Incredibles are literally on the – I don't even know if this is a kids' room. Uh, they are literally on the shades, like on the blinds. Yes, but it's like – There's it's, a Frozone It's classy. Pillow. It's not like the Incredibles logo. Yeah, 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 know? on everything or, or a, a, you know, a super suit in every closet. But okay, go ahead. Yeah. So I want to talk about my favorite sign that we alluded to earlier. A sign that I think is kind of the epitome for me of you don't know what you got till it's gone. And that is the Ooh. moving, rocking, Tower of Terror elevator sign yes. near Disney Springs. Which I believe formerly is still downtown there, Disney. isn't it? It is still there, but it does not move anymore. It does and not I think and that ride has a lot to do with uh, scaring me away from getting on that ride. That sign. Because uh, I was like, I don't want to go on a ride where an elevator rocks back and forth and plummets. So that's interesting to me because the sign, it's just shaking. Like if you've never seen it, it's kind of like a downward angle. What it's like Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, right? No, it's actual people in it. Oh, it like, is. Oh, you're right. Like, it is people. Like, like grotesquely real, yeah. like uncanny valley people. Yeah, they're sculpted they're into in it. the thing and they're shrieking, and the the elevator cars is kind of shaking left and right, like it's and a at ship. night it would be hit with like strobe lights, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. So so interesting. So this sign had a real effect on you. 
Yeah, it did. It made me, like, more scared of the ride. Because, like, I associated, oh, that does what the ride does. Like, in my child brain. Which is like, funny. You, I'm sure you had some of those effects, right? Like, yeah. oh, this thing that, like, I actually don't know anything about, so I'm basing whatever four-year-old me decided it is, is well, what's what, funny it, is, I, like, what it is. Well, what's funny is, like, if the Tower of Terror just did some gentle rocking, it would honestly be a lot less intense than, than it is in real life. Yeah, but it does some gentle rocking where there is a very clearly snapped support cable. <laughs> Oh, so you think as a kid, you think you're actually going to go into free And now, James, I want you to know, I am not looking at this sign. I am describing it from memory. Am I doing it accurately? Uh, let me look it up. Let me look up Tower of Terror. Before. It is a sort of, like, forced perspective from the ground up. So it, it's, like, yes. skinnier on the top. It's also bigger than I remember. I'm yeah, and the right elevator now. is, like, protruding slightly in three dimensions. Bigger than the proportions should be for where it is on the ride. Rocking left and right. Um, and I believe it gets hit by a strobe light, and there is a snapped like table. Yeah, in this the, is. In the I will picture. say this is a little more intense than I remember. It it does look like the the um the elevator is just free falling to its doom, and the Tower of Terror looks a lot taller than it would be when you actually ride it. Um, yeah, this is pretty intense. I get it. I, yeah, I, but it, now it's one of those things that like I miss it. Like I wish it still did that. Yeah, it it still looks great. Don't get me wrong, and it feels like this thing could very easily um, get damaged just with the amount of like little finite pieces and details in it. But yeah. from what I remember, it's still in pretty good shape, right? The sign itself looks great. Yeah, you know? no, no, it's no. one of those like there's no reason to take it down, but they don't need it anymore. Yes. type of things. But like the difference, like you said, the difference between this and the billboards that they have kind of now, and I get it. Not everything can be this. Um, you know, you don't see this level of kind of practical. Wait, hold on. Hold the phone, James. What? I hate to... Okay, look, credit where credit is due. WDW News Today article, March 7th, 2021. Disney's Hollywood Studios Twilight Zone Tower of Terror promotional billboard in motion once again. Oh, good. Look at that. I don't know if that is still the case or if they were just, like, testing it for a limited time, but as of at least last March, that bitch is shaken. Thank God, man, because that really, you know, now that'll drive my terror up a little bit more. Looking at the still sign didn't inspire enough fear in me. But when that bad boy comes a rockin', you know that that elevator's gonna be a drop-in. Now I'm afraid to go on the ride again. But you know what? On that note, I think we wrap things up here. Do you have anything you want to add about any of these signs, James? No, there's just a really bad one, like a bad-looking sign in French that says, prepare for the big drop, and then a... Préparez vous pour la grande saut. I don't speak French, so that was the best approximation. But the French part is in like a boring, uh, a boring regular ass like Arial font, over like under the gigantic English font that says "Get ready for the big drop." (laughs) Um, Yes, I'd like to take the last couple minutes today to talk about our big new development. Which, like, oh yeah, no. But I was like, do you have any final thoughts you wanted to add about signs? No. No, I, you know, not to do a bit or anything, but, like, the, I love these big, practical, impressive signs. I get that we can't always have them everywhere, but it is nice. Like, they really do drum up the hype. Yeah, but like I really said, do think it's, I think what it is is now it's they've gotten to the point where they don't need they don't have to do to. that. And even, but the thing is, like, even the simplest signs that I see at Disney still get me hyped up, right? And maybe that's proof that that has worked out for them. They don't need to do that much anymore. I will miss the purple, red, and yellow signs, um, but the blue ones look fine. Maybe not as whimsical, and I'll miss that. Um, it's when they like half-ass the whimsy that looks kind of dumb to me like the modern 50th celebration signs with the 3D Mickey hand that doesn't do anything for me but you know what yeah yeah. Nick if if I may pivot wow my lizard really wants to get out Um, if I may pivot real quick you know what are kind of like signs that you can carry around with you what's that James shirts 
Shirts are kind of like signs that you put on your body. You know what I mean? And they, stickers are kind of like shirts that you put on your laptop. Or And mugs are kind of like signs that you drink your coffee from. No, mugs are kind of like shirts that you put on your coffee. Yeah, that's also a really good point. Uh, tote bags are kind of like shirts. Shirts you put on body, your... On it, your, it's on your, your junk. knives. Yeah. Well, ah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm carrying knives or ni- ni- knives and knives and, and cleavers. Masks are kind of like a shirt sign for your shirts for your, for your face. germs, and a face is kind of like a, a shirt for your skull. For your skull, a shirt for your skull. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your brain is kind of like an advertisement for sentience. And with that sentience, I would say, Nick, that we got some shirts. We got shirts. We got shirts. This entire episode was just a plug for shirts, baby. That is right. So everyone, you can now access our Sea Ticket store on T Public. So the the URL, should've if you want to copy it, and paste should've, from my should've from it my C face, Public, Nick. is tpublic.com slash the Sea Ticket Podcast. Why don't we call it Sea Public? Because it's not our website. Oh, you mean we didn't start a whole new shirt selling site for this? No, we. I see, we code a website. We've already gone the Disney way, where we're half-assing our advertisements. No. So currently, we are currently, as of the time of recording, yes, we have, I believe, four designs up there, and they are on sale for like the next ten hours, right? Three of which I think are good. Um, Mm -hmm. At the time of this episode dropping, I believe they will be on sale until Monday at three p.m. Eastern. Yes. Uh, so we're gonna we're ar- we've already posted on social media, so there's a chance yeah. you've heard about this already. Uh, but yeah, we got four shirts up there right now. One of them I don't really like, and it's really the sea ticket way because you can't use our actual sea ticket yellow as the color for the shirt, so you have not. to use their much brighter yellow. I so you can it's choose. It's like any tea public; you can pick your own color yellow. Yeah, and that they you actually want. have you can, a lot of good ones. Yeah, you can change your own color of the shirt. Like customized, we picked like the default colors, but you can mm-hmm. pick anything you want. That you can put these designs on tank tops, hoodies, crew necks, baseball shirts, onesies for uh, your babies, uh, uh, masks, face masks, notebooks, wall art, pillows, stickers was a big request we've gotten. Stickers you can get C ticket stickers, C stickers, C stickers, C stickers, kids t shirts, kids hoodies, kids long sleeve shirts, masks, notebooks, mugs, totes, tapestries, pins, laptop cases. Magnets. I do like that we can get tapestries of our stupid bullshit designs. Um, and I think we can also give credit to our incredible graphic designer for two of these designs, yes. for our Evers and Evers design and our Skipper's yeah, let's, motto. Let's let's uh, talk about that. When Nix is our stupid bullshit designs, he means our designs, which is the C-Ticket podcast. In addition to the C-Ticket logo, we have two really, 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 really good looking shirts. Nick, do you want to describe one of them? Well, no, we did that last week, so we don't need to devote too much time to that. You can go you can go check them out on our T Public store now. We don't have to describe it for you. That's true. That's how we There's drive, that's how we drive traffic to the website. Go look yeah. at them. Um, they look great. We finally have the final designs in. Kristen did an awesome job. Uh, we'll share her website, too, when we share the, the shirts on our Instagram. But they look really, really, really good. I'm loving the Jungle Cruise one in, in the default color you picked, Nick. This like yeah. kind of delicious creamy color and it's called um, cream. The haunted mansion one looks great in like gray, black, but also the like heathered purple and the heathered navy look great. So check them out. Like we said, they're on sale until three o'clock on Monday. If you follow us on Instagram, you've already heard about it. But you can get them on shirts, tote bags. Hell, make a flag out of it. Make a flag. I support it. Uh, if you feel the need for a hoodie, they're a lot more limited in color choices. But hey, you can get a C ticket hoodie. 
if you thank, want. Thank you. I actually kind of like the Heather Gray C ticket hoodie. I'm not gonna lie. Thank you for all the people who've asked us about this stuff so far. I know a lot of my friends have reached out about tickets and laptop stickers, t- tickets, Jesus, stickers and magnets and stuff. Um, so I'm excited to finally get these up. We will be sharing them all over. Check them out. Yeah, if it's gonna you're be awesome. In them, go ahead. I might play around with a couple more designs of yeah, the C ticket logo one because mm-hmm. I want you guys to have options. Uh, because some of them, you some people might like it where it's just a little one on the breast of the shirt, which I, I think, think is a little a classier. That, some people might want a giant fucking sea ticket logo on the front of their onesie hoodie. I don't know, whatever you want, and that's for all for it. James, I know something you really are excited to see: tank tops. Tank tops. We have tank tops on here. We are working on other designs. I'm gonna keep fighting for the fuck design, but yeah, we we have tank tops on here, so you can show everyone that you are also quite ripped as fuck wearing your your sea ticket logo shirt. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna design one right now. Hold on, I've got the sea ticket logo. I'd like to put it on a. Uh, come on, give me a tank top right here. Yeah, there we go. Tank top. Mm, I gotta tell you, Nick. I know that's not the perfect yellow, uh, but oh wait, hold on. In red, it's very powerful. In white. Uh, there's a lot of good options on here. I like the white because then it can really show you when um when I've started glistening with sweat. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I wish there was a purple option though for the whole rip this fug bit. But yeah, man, this this thing looks great, and you did a great job with the sea ticket designs. Kristen absolutely knocked it out of the park with the Evers and Evers real estate and the jungle giveth, the jungle taketh away. Can't give her enough credit. They look phenomenal. Yes, and also in, in like setting up our tea Public store, I got to do one of my favorite things, which is a plug for a future episode, which is giving generic names to things to avoid yes. copyright. Oh, wait, I didn't uh, even see what they say. Let me check them out. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, my favorite is Skipper's Motto t-shirt. Skipper's I like how you just went with Evers and Evers t-shirt for that one. Yeah, because you, know. you can't copyright the word Evers. Um, of Jim Evers, of Evers and Evers Real Estate, where they want you to be happy forever and ever. Yeah, and did you read my description of the Evers and Evers t-shirt? No, I didn't. And I love this one because we've got a little Haunted Mansion adjacent iconography on there. Um, where's the description for this bad boy? They if really you click on it, the... you can read it, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. It's like on the actual shirt thing. That's interesting. I kept like scanning through the whole page to try and find it. Um, by the way, it says I might also be into Halloween, Epcot, and the Haunted Mansion. So you, you'll want to party all the time in this shirt inspired by Louisiana's number one haunted real estate team. Just be careful not to be mistaken for the deceased lover of a, dis- of a scorned Victorian ghost. Designed by Kristen Must. I got her name wrong. Mastrandrea. Is that how you pronounce it? Because I have known her for... Uh... Seven to eight, eight years. She was in my first ever college class, mm-hmm. uh, and I have never tried to pronounce her name. I will be honest with so. you, Kristen. If you're listening to this episode, I've never said your last name out loud. Yeah, so it's one of those things I've only ever read it. It was like how I read the word Hermione until I saw the movies. Is like, well, fuck that up. Don't be in denial. There's only one way it can go in the jungle. Hold on to small children and personal belongings as you disembark, because as one skipper so bluntly put it, the jungle giveth and the jungle taketh away. Designed by Christian Mastrandrea. God, I hope we got that right. Kristen, please don't be mad at us. Kristen, we, please, we love you. Um, anyway... Go Thank get our you. shirts. And Go. if you don't like our shirts, you can still follow us on social media at CTicketPod on Instagram, Twitter, and the TikTok. Uh, and shoot us an email. We got an email this week. Finally, so what an email. we would like to hear from you. And we're making this promise right now. I think we can do it. We will, in some capacity, be doing a listener question yes. segment answered, or episode. If you answered my questions on Instagram yesterday, I'm putting them on a Google Doc, so we are saving them. If you sent us mail, we are saving them. So keep your questions coming. Also, this week, let us know. Do you have a favorite sign at Disney World? We can open it up if it doesn't have to be a road sign. Do you have a favorite piece of like 
signage, iconography, anything like that that makes you really nostalgic or happy. I just dropped my pop filter. When you get to Disney World, let us know. Um, and if you hate our t-shirts, buy one to spite us so you can burn it. I like that. Yeah, kind of like when people like buy a book to burn it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Maybe we should just get so... Like, they'll buy, like, a Chiefs jersey. Uh-huh. Or, or like, you know, a 49ers. Who were the one that had Kaepernick? Yeah, okay. it was the 49ers. Hold like on, Colin Kaepernick. Out, Nick. What if we take this podcast in a really right-wing, conservative Yeah, direction? and, like, we just get so... Well, no, 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 People no, 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 need no. merch to burn, right? We do it. We do it for a few months, and then we take a hard left turn, literally and figuratively. So people who have bought all our stuff... Oh, yeah, free publicity. Ticket. We brought, like, the, the thin... What color is our logo, technically? Maroon? Our C-ticket logo? Is it fuchsia? No, it's like a yellow. Oh, um, you mean like the, the lettering? Yeah, the lettering's yeah. like a fuchsia, yeah. Yeah, so we get we get these people really behind us, and once they bought their thin fuchsia line shirts, we 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 turn on them, and then they well, burn them off. Well, we're gonna release a series of shirts that say "I stand for the fug, I also kneel for the fug." Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. very vulgar. Yes, yeah, it's, um, it's disgusting. It's just it's it's nothing you should ever wear within the park. But it's great because that's how we'll get them. They'll buy them, wear them in the park, and then they'll buy. I stand more. for the fug. I kneel for the cars. Yeah, so I don't know if you'd have to kneel or as much as get on one of those rolly things you can slide under. Anyway, thank you for listening this week. And have a... Hey, all signs point to this episode being over. And it opened up my mind. I saw the signs. Do, 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 do.